Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Content Lounge Podcast. I am so glad that you are here and that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to say, last week I received two or three messages from you guys telling me what was your favorite episode or which part stood out to you. And it just means the absolute world to me. It does. It does. A lot of energy and time goes into producing this podcast. And I had to smile because uh, one person ended the email with, I don't even know if you're going to see this, but I just wanted to tell you. Of course, you guys, I'm going to see your emails. Of course, I'm going to get your Facebook or Instagram messages. And I appreciate you so much for taking the time to write to me because I really care a lot about the content that I put out there and you guys responding to it and turning this into a two-way communication. That just means a lot. It means a lot. Okay. So now that we've got this out of the way, and you know about how I feel about you. I feel like I just uh, said I love you for the first time. Which, fun fact, my husband and I, when we started dating, we didn't say I love you for like four or five months or something. And then I said it first. For, and he did not respond with I love you back. Um, he took another two months to actually say it. So it's a little bit how I feel. Anyways, today we are talking about the most unexpected way to overcome imposter syndrome and stand out in a saturated market. Now, one of the stories that I hear a lot of young or new entrepreneurs, especially coaches, tell themselves is, oh my God, there's so many people doing the same thing as me and I don't even know if I can measure up and all these other people, they're more experienced, so why would anyone buy from me? And uh, also like, why would anyone buy from me? Because like there are all these other options and there's like so many other people and they're all better than me or like the market is so, so crowded and so saturated and all this fear bubbling up. And I just want to tell you, yeah, the internet is really busy and really noisy, but it's not competitive. It's not. There are a lot of people doing the same thing or trying to do the same thing as you, but it's not competitive. It's not. And here is one of the things that we need to let go right away. I want, and especially like if you're just starting out, I want you to let this go right away. There is no competition because we all have our own unique approaches. We all have our own unique 
perspective, experiences, our own unique way of approaching problems, right? I am not the like sweet talking kind of kind of coach. I'm not. If I see a problem, I will state the problem. Obviously, I I try to be mindful of people's feelings and I don't like try to like, tell them something that's going to hurt their feelings, but also I'm going to say whatever needs to be said. And yes, sometimes people are not quite happy with that in the first second, but in like 99.9% of the cases, the person will like take a moment. How did my one-on-one client say so so nicely? She's like, okay, I just needed two days to throw myself a pity party, but now that I thought about it, you're completely right. And that is really... That is really my approach to coaching. I will say what needs to be said because I want you to grow. I want you to become better and I want you to sell and I want you to make money and I want you to build your business, right? But that means if you're like the kind of person that's like very sweet and like doesn't want to be told straight to her face, like, okay, well, this is what I see. This is what the problem is. How can we fix this? Then you're not going to vibe with me, right? And that is what I mean. There is no competition because your clients, you need to trust them that they will actually pick someone that they vibe with. And just as much as there are people who super vibe with me because they're like, yes, I want the kick in the butt and I want the straightforward, honest talk and I want no fluff. Just tell me what the problem is so I can go fix it. Just as much there are other people who don't vibe with that and that's okay too. And you need to trust that your clients can identify that you're that person to them. Okay, so there is no competition online because we all have our own unique approach. We all have our own unique personality. We all have our own unique experiences. So let's take a deep breath. Now that we've settled that there is no real competition, how can we put that part of us out there so that people know who we are and that they can actually choose, yes, you're for me or no, you're not for me. And the key to doing that is by leveraging your story and being authentic. Now, telling your story online and repeating it over and over and over and over again, because there are constantly new people who are finding you, right, is so incredibly important for a number of reasons. Telling your story makes you stand out. No one else has your life story. No one else has lived in all those countries or speaks all these languages or has the experiences that you do, right? No one else has your story. And I just want to give you a brief example. Do you know Mel Robbins? Mel Robbins with the five second rule? You know, one night she was like watching TV and she watched just launch of a NASA rocket and her whole life she just couldn't get out of bed and she could never get anything done in her life. And when she went to sleep, she was like, tomorrow? I'm going to launch myself out of bed like that NASA rocket. I'm going to count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and boom, I'm going to stand in the middle of the room. She wakes up, she's like, five, four, three, two, one, go time. Jumps out of bed, stands in the middle of the room and thinks, holy cow, I have not been able to get out of the bed in time with my alarm in the morning for decades. I can't believe this worked. And the next day she did it again. And the next day she did it again. And it always worked. That's her story. Now, do you notice something? Number one, no one else has shot themselves out of bed like NASA rocket. So she becomes completely unique and inimitable. There is no competition. There is no competition for her because that is her story. But number two, this story makes her incredibly 
memorable, recognizable. It is part of her brand. And that is really what you need to be building online. You need to be building a brand and you need to be telling your story because human brains are wired to remembering stories. We're awful at remembering names and job titles and birthdays and phone numbers, right? But we're really, really good at remembering the story. I could just recite to you the story of Mel Robbins. I can probably also, not probably, I know I can recite the story of Tim Ferriss, for example. Another person whose book I read, Brené Brown. They are all telling their story and that makes them completely unique, completely inimitable. And what's also very important, by telling your story, you're basically framing your own life. You're taking control of the narrative. Now, in the beginning of this episode, I told you this is also the most unexpected way to overcome imposter syndrome. Now, let's take a look really quickly at what imposter syndrome is. It is nothing else but a narrative that we're telling ourselves that we're not good enough. I don't, I'm not sure I'm good enough to teach X, Y, and Z. No one's going to listen. Why would anyone invest in me when they could also invest in person X, Y, and Z? All of these thoughts, all of these emotions, feeling like an imposter, feeling like you don't actually belong there, they're caused by the narrative that we're not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. Now, by you creating and taking control of your life story, what you're basically doing is you're creating an alternative narrative. You're creating another narrative and you're in control of that narrative, right? Obviously, you shouldn't be lying, but you get to pick and choose the details that you want to highlight. You get to underline each detail or under like support it with the reasoning behind it. What did this do for you? Why did you choose to make the decision that you made? right? Why did you choose to act in the way you did? Your story shouldn't be all roses and butterflies and happy times and unicorns and glitter and sparkles. Your life needs to have controversy, needs to have struggle that is part of the human experience. But by creating your own narrative, by defining your life story, okay, your expert story, you're creating a powerful narrative for the failures, for the successes. And because in your marketing, you're repeating that story over and over and over and over again, and you're never stopping because every single time someone wants to interview you for a podcast, every single time someone wants to know about you, every single time you're going to be asked to do an Instagram live or a guest expert blog post, people want to know two or three statements about who you are and how you became the person you, you are. Okay, so you're constantly repeating that narrative. Guess what? The brain can't differentiate between what is happening in real life and what are the things we're telling ourselves. That's why the most qualified people often have um, imposter syndrome and actually believe it because imposter syndrome is just the I'm not good enough narrative that they were indoctrinated at some point in time, even though it's not actually true right? And the same thing is what you can do with your own expert story. The more you repeat it, which inevitably, if you're marketing your business, you have to, the more you repeat it, the more you start believing it. You can 100% use this to your advantage 
to overcome your imposter syndrome. Your story is one of the most powerful tools in your marketing because it is such an integral part of your brand. It's so important to make you inimitable, stand out from the crowd, become completely unique. And also, it just helps so much in handling these imposter feelings. Now, that said, how do you define your story? Inside CTS, this is how we approach our story. I have my clients journal about what were their struggles, what were their failures, how did they become the person they are, what were the most important lessons they needed to learn. And that workbook is quite quite there, I would say. And you're wrapping up and sorting out a lot of old narratives. And you get to choose the ones that serve you and the ones that don't. Now, when you're telling your story, there are three parts of this. And this is basically what I call the story arch. So an arch starts somewhere at the low, at the very end. Okay, It's like a bridge. And you want to define where were you? Where were you? Be real. Be vulnerable. This is about your struggle and the problem that you were facing. All journeys start with a problem. If you think about Harry Potter, he was just like living his normal life with the Dursleys in, I don't, I don't remember the street. And suddenly there's a problem coming his way, right? He's being invited into Hogwarts. The journey begins. First problem is everyone knows him. Everyone has all these expectations. He's like, what? I don't even know. He realizes his parents were murdered and this person is still out to murder him. That's a big problem being thrown your way, right? If you're 11 years old or 10, I don't quite remember. Katniss Everdeen, when she volunteers as a tribute for the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games are imminent. Her sister gets picked as a tribute. So this problem is thrown her way, right? The struggles, the vulnerability, she goes like, no, my sister is the most important thing in my life. There's no way I can let this happen. She volunteers as a tribute. Now she finds herself being part of the Hunger Games. So what were the struggles? What were the problems that were thrown your way? Was it a difficult upbringing? Were you a survivor of emotional eating or binge eating, of assault? What what were the things that had you struggling? Was it your workaholism? What are the things that put you into a place of struggle, led you to rock bottom? Because that is usually what happens, right? We have to hit rock bottom before we can rise from the ashes like a phoenix. You hit rock bottom. This is your big turnaround. This is the climatic scene of if your life was a movie. This is like this is like the scene that would become famous. And where did you end up, right? So it is really an arch. It is really that that arch from like, okay, here I was. I had this big problem. It was super crazy. Like, I thought I couldn't handle it. I rose from the ashes and here we are. Let me give you an example from my story. I started my first business in 2013. It was an online e-commerce women's activewear brand. I had degrees in business. I had degrees from one of the best fashion design schools in the world. I thought this was going to be a home run. I was a digital native. A freaking course was going to figure this out. It put me $100,000 in debt. I spent every single day crying on my bathroom floor, being like, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do this. On the other side of that bathroom door 
boxes and boxes and boxes of unsold merchandise. I mean, I felt like the boxes alone were suffocating me. And after a year and a half of struggling, I had 30,000 followers of Instagram and I wasn't selling anything. I had to do trunk shows in person to like just make sure I don't go bankrupt. And I was talking to a business coach friend. This is where I hit rock bottom. I was like, this is it. I'm quitting. And he was like, well, show me show me your social media and your website again. So I sent him the link and he like answered back. He was like, you know, it's great. Your products are so beautiful, but you never give people a reason to buy. No wonder no one's buying online. Like you need to learn how to sell. That was my rock bottom moment. Okay. I was like ready to give up, ready to just go back to the corporate world and deal with the $100,000 that I was in debt. And then my friend said this, this was the moment where the phoenix was rising from the ashes. I stopped doing everything, everything. I was like, it's not working anyway. So who cares if I'm posting to social media? And I endorsed myself. I immersed myself in the world of copywriting. I went full in. I started messaging people on LinkedIn too, because I was in San Francisco. I was like, hey, you're the copywriter who wrote this website. Can I ask you a couple of questions? I will I will order you a cookie and a coffee or a cake and coffee to your office. Can I ask you a couple of questions on the phone? 10 minutes of your time. I was reading books. I was buying online courses. I was doing all of the things. And three months later, I planned a launch and I sold out in 90 days what I couldn't even sell for like two and a half years by now. Two years. Yeah, two years. And that's it. I made my money back. And then I was like, okay, well, I have all this money now. Do I really want to reproduce? And that's when my friend was like, oh, dang, girl, I read your copy. You're actually a natural talent. Can you start writing my copy? Can you start writing my content? And that was the moment that put me on the trajectory to become a full-time copywriter. And then from there, I became a copywriter and coach. So that is my story. Do you see? I'm not scared to tell you I was crying on my bathroom floor every single day because I really was. It was awful. It was awful to be struggling to make sales. It was awful to be caring so much about my business and it's not working out. It was awful. And I've seen this happen over and over and over with my friends' businesses. They all launched product businesses as fashion designers and they all folded after a couple of years because it's hard. It's not that easy to make sales online if you don't know how to sell. And this is a big part of my story because it really motivated me to become a coach because copywriting is expensive as fudge. Y'all, you can have your website designed for two and a half, three K. Yeah, you hire a copywriter to write that website for you. You're six or seven K down the road. Okay. Copywriting is really expensive and I didn't just want to be writing copy for six and seven figure entrepreneurs and influencers. I wanted to help the people who needed this the most, namely those who were starting their business so that they could make sales instantly. So my story has a huge impact. It was a huge motivator for me to become the person I am today. It was also a huge reason why I have the skills that I am now teaching and coaching other people on. And the same thing is true for you. My story helps you make sense of why I am the person that I am, why I care, and how I acquired the skills necessary to succeed.
And the same thing is true for your story and your clients. Let's say you help people overcome binge eating. Then your own experience, your ability to say, I understand, I was there, me too, is the most powerful connector that you have. It makes you so relatable. It makes you so tangible and it takes you off the pedestal. If you're a weight loss coach and you have never been overweight, you have no idea what it's like, you've been a skinny kid and after that you just started lifting um, and then you became super fit but you've never really lost weight, it's going to be hard for people to resonate with you when they're, I don't know, 100 pounds overweight and they're looking at you and they're like, you could like you don't even know what i'm going through right and i can i can tell you this from personal experience as well i used to be a flexibility instructor on the side when i was still living in california and a lot of people came to my classes even though i was not the most experienced instructor nor the most flexible but they came because they said if you can learn the split the splits and handstand, and headstand, and all these contortion moves, then so can I. Because you only learned it when you were 25. I'm 25. I feel like with you, I have a legit chance to learn this. With the person who was flexible at a very young age, who trained flexibility and ballet and gymnastics when they were like three, four, five, that's when they started. They never knew what it's like to live in a stilt, a stiff adult body and actually learn to do the splits, right? To go from like, oh my God, I feel like I need a crutch to like, I'm flexible and supple and I can move like a snake. And this is the power of your story. Now, I wasn't actually deliberately telling that story in order to like, I don't know, attract more students, but I sometimes will mention stuff like this in flexibility class whenever someone was like, I just can't learn this. And I would tell them, I would be like, you know, when I started, I couldn't even sit cross-legged because my hips were so stiff because I had never stretched in my whole life. And if in two years I can go from I can't even sit cross-legged to I'm doing a full split on the floor. And if I look backwards, I can grab my foot. Then so can you. And that story memorable, relatable. There is no more competition. People were telling it to their friends. And suddenly I went from substituting classes over Christmas to having 12 full hours on the schedule by Easter because people were writing emails and leaving Yelp reviews and asking for more classes with me on the schedule because of my story. I also want to say because I was pretty good flexibility coach. I had a lot of empathy. And also when you start as an adult, you've got to really know <laughs> how to make things happen. And I have a lot of empathy there. So yes, my co- my my teaching was was good. But the number one thing that brought people in was my story. They felt heard and seen. So here is what I would love for you today to do in your business, and also in your private life. Take some time, grab a cup of coffee, grab a nice, cozy, warm tea. Talk to your friends and family if you want to, if you feel like that might help. And talk about the moments or the things that stand out to them. What are your best qualities? 
Why are you the person that you are? What is the best thing about you? Why are you so qualified? And if you don't have supportive friends and family, be your own friend and family, okay? Be your own loving parent. Then sit down on your own, grab a journal, and think about it. What were your struggles? Why did you become the person you are? What was your rock bottom moment? And why did you end up being the person that you are? What were the the important actions and qualities and decisions that you made? When you create a story like that, people will just infinitely better connect with you. And then, side note, you've got to keep talking about that story on social media. You can create reels with that story, right? There's the sound going around right now, this, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. That one's a great one to tell you a story. That is what this sound is all about. People are telling their stories. It is a huge connector. It's a huge resonator. Okay, so that was an intense episode because telling your story and getting clear on your story and creating a narrative for your life is so important. I would even say it's life changing. So please do me the favor, share this episode with your business besties because we all need our own story in order to first of all own it and second of all, so that we can tell it in our marketing and we can help people resonate and find us and connect with us on an emotional level. And if you've loved this episode, make sure you follow the podcast. There is a download if you need a couple of journal prompts to help you get clear on your story. There is a download in the Content Lounge library. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. I love receiving your messages. I care so much. And I don't get tired of repeating this. It feels so good to be heard and seen to know which parts of the podcast are resonating with you and you find super helpful. So don't be shy. Yes, I read all the messages. Yes, I get all the emails. Just hit message because you're going to be putting a smile on my face the entire day. Wishing you all an incredible day. I'll see you around on Instagram and talk soon. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.